سيدنا ومولانا محمد المصطفى صلى الله عليه وسلم مدد يا سيدي يا رسول الكريم يا حبيب العظيم انزل حالنا واشفنا وابدنا بمددكم ونظركم مدد يا سيدي سلطان الاولياء مشيخ عبد الله فيز الداغستاني مدد سيدي سلطان اوش محمد نازم حكاني مدد يا سلطان قلوبنا مولانا الشيخ شام كباني مدد الحق حجه الله المخلص أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أتي الله أتي الرسول وأول الأمر منكم and always a reminder for myself أن عبدك الأجيس الضعيف ومسكين وظالم الجهل and by the grace of Allah we find ourselves still in existence and we pray that Allah accept us in His oceans of rahmah and mercy and forgive us our wrongdoings inshaAllah. Yeah, today we, we, we've talked uh, many, many subjects, so today we're going to try a little bit more interactive with our internet and with our association here. Instead of just keep going into more subjects, the fear is that we may be losing people who don't understand what the heck we're talking about. <laughs> just keep going forward without checking if anyone's still there behind us. So anybody have any questions regarding what we've talked about in the last few nights or week or two weeks? <laughs> so mashaAllah you guys all got it then, <laughs> we're, we're great. Okay, fantastic, everything fantastic. You have a question? <laughs> Make it easy Shaykh, if it's a hard question I'm scared. <laughs> we need a professor to come up, he said. I don't know. Okay. One electron that not time dependent? Yeah, no, I have no idea, Shaykh. That's way over. That its spin and its orbit is so fast that it vanish? they're asking about was that from the understandings of fana and annihilation that Allah even our, our smallest particle has a haqqaiq, our outside has the same haqqaiq and our physicality has the same reality and that that reality is based on love, the attraction that Allah making an atom when they talk about love, this is not a physical love, this is not about man and woman. This is about Allah and the design of our, our wujud, our smallest understanding of our light particles. That there's a nucleus which is a center of power. The nucleus and what Allah put into that center of power We've talked before, it's a Muhammadan reality that Allah put the, a reality of Prophet inside that nucleus because everything that manifesting, قُلِ إِنِي كُنْتُمْ تُهِبُونَ اللَّهِ فَتَبِيُونِي Everything is under the command that whatever I'm going to create, it has to be following you. Prophet If it follows you correctly, you hibbukumullah. 
my love will be granted to it. So means that in itself is that everything is made from the love of Allah love to Sayyidina Muhammad love to all the Prophets, that is the prophetic reality. We are Muhammadiyun so we speak about Sayyidina Muhammad All the Prophets are from that reality, their reality is in the nucleus. Allah puts a Divine love upon that reality and then all the electrons are this creation. The electrons are negative charge, means the electron has a reality in which it wants to move towards the nucleus. Its whole existence was created for the love of that Divinely Presence. So means everything is trying to move into that Divinely Kingdom and Allah creates a gentle force that doesn't allow it. So you have strong nuclear force and a weaker nuclear force. So a strong love attach attachment and a gentle nudge that Allah not right now. So the attraction and then the push. As a result of the push and it has no will it has to still come and Allah is saying, no. As a result it looks for another place to come in. So this if you've ever played with magnets when there's an attraction it doesn't stop, it just keeps moving to a different location to enter into that presence. So then they're teaching that our internal reality is based on love, a Divine love that is immense beyond our imagination, beyond our understanding of a power. What is the size of that atom relative to us? What power that atom has relative to us? As a result it begins to spin. So they have these three, the attraction that brings it into the nucleus. As soon as it begins to spin, the centrifugal spin, it's spinning now because it wants to come into the nucleus and it begins to spin so fast it begins to rise. So attraction, spinning, the sama and the rise. These three forces are our existence. The spin is that the electron forgot why it was coming. It forgot and lost its understanding that there's any boundary or anything blocking me, all I know is love. So in awliya would describe it as Layla wal Majnoon. was a love story about the atom. That that love is so intense and the electron is majnoon, he's gone lost his, his mental facility, his ability to think, it's no more a thinking process. It's just in the being of the electron I have to go. So that love Allah is describing, this is why I created you and how I created you with love. As a result of that love now you're rising, your electrons are spinning so fast you are creating a hologram of your image. So Allah describing the Yusabihu bihamdi, for everything is praising me. In its praise and in its love 
it rises as a hologram and begins to manifest. So then this is a hologram, right? It's just atom spinning. If Allah stop the spin, how much of this mass is left? Like a, less than a drop. Then only Allah found and now scientists are, are beginning to understand these electrons they spin at such an amazingly fast speed. And some of them can spin fast enough where they vanish. Where they go, what Allah dresses them with and when they come back what have they been dressed with. Means then for us, for the people of tafakkur it has a very deep reality that the one understanding is the wave and the particle. That when you're seeing somebody you're only seeing a particle image, means you're only seeing a form. But you, this form is not limited to only a form, there's also a wave of the person. We tried to explain that last night that if you put a box, black out the room and put a box with a candle inside. You put one hole, the light comes from the box to you. And our life is about, oh we see that one hole and I see the light of that candle inside the box. So this is the particle understanding of the shaykh. You saw only one hole from his box, what's manifesting for you. Then they come and teach, no, no, I can poke another hole on the side of the box, another hole on the side, behind and now this light is in every direction. So someone over there can say, no I see also that light, I can see the shaykh over there. Another person can say, I see it over there. There's infinite amount of holes that can be punched in that box. The candle's limited on the amount of light it can produce but the soul is unlimited. Means when Allah gives a permission for the soul to bring its power out, it can manifest in infinite directions at the same time. But most people if not trained only see the particle. They only see the form, I say, I see this person in front of me. If you open up the reality of your light and open up the reality of your soul, when you make your tafakkur you can see light in many places. You can begin to see the wave of everything. There's a way to sit and train yourself if you sit on a bench and look at a horizon of trees. And just keep making your zikr and begin to just squint your eyes a little bit so that you shut off everything, you can begin to see the trees are moving. And you just train yourself to concentrate, meditate like squint your eyes so that you can narrow out everything else and stare and you can begin to see that it's moving means everything is in a wave moving. We only see its particle. But Allah wound for us, condition your heart, condition your ability through the eye of your soul, it can see the world of light. It can see, if it begins to see in the world of light, it can see the waveform of their shaykh. Because like the box they begin to see that the shaykh's light is everywhere, it's not shirk.
this is Allah's creation, everyone's light is everywhere. It's not confined to one place. Light diffuses and spreads, imagine the power of the soul. Only a portion of it is on the physicality, the rest is diffusing and spreading everywhere. So those whom operate from their light, operate from their soul, they can see those lights. And for the awliya, those whom Allah gave a command over their soul, those particles wherever they go, they communicate instantaneously back to the center point. This is what they found in science. So all the points of light, whatever they experience, at an instant it's telling the central command what's happening. So they can sit and they can see their light in Medina with Prophet sitting in Prophet you don't see any difference in their physicality because they're operating by duality. This is a science for people who are jahal and ignorant and think this like a shirk, this like they're crazy, they didn't take a science class in school. It's just nothing to Allah is the one you worship. Allah is great. When you say Allahu Akbar, these are the oceans of Akbar that cannot be imagined. Allah cannot be limited in His creation, what He's done with His creation. So it means you're seeing the person in a, in a physical form but their light can be many places and you see no difference in their physicality. Before there was permission but not now, there's no more permission because of the dajjal and the, the, the big fitna that's coming upon earth of all the magicians. Before and Taskiyat al-Awliya and many stories of Allah that they would sit in their majlis and vanish. You'd be sitting with them doing zikr, you look in the chair they're gone. What happened to the shaykh? You look again and the shaykh is back. Because if he goes into a hall and his light is spinning, he leaves, there's no need to be here. He can immediately take himself into a wave and leave what you see of the particle. But by their order not to show that. Before hundred years ago people were humble and they saw many miracles. They would sit with the shaykh and Mawlana has many of those miracles that they've described. They sit, they're sitting with Mawlana and people are coming in and say, we just performed hajj with you Sayyidi. And he said, no I've been with the jama'ah the whole time. He said, we just did hajj with you. And many times in Indonesia we're sitting in the zawiyas and the other people are coming from a day-long journey and say, you were just with Shaykh Nazim in our zawiyah over here. There can be many places at the same time, it's not limited for them. This is their science of the particle and wave. So people are stuck on the particle and the danger of the particle is you judge based on your condition. This is the biggest fitna of tariqah. When the, the students start to say, you know, you should do like this with the shaykh, you should do like that to your shaykh, you don't know what the command from Prophet is for that shaykh. And all you're stuck is seeing the physical means you're, you're judging through the eyes that not yet perfected, the ears that not perfected. You're judging with only your physical ability, don't judge. So Allah don't want you to judge His creation. So tariqah comes to teach the adab, why? Because you're now entering into the oceans of immense realities. If you keep good manners and don't judge, you don't know what Allah's open for that servant. 
but at least know from their lowest darajat that they can be many places at the same time. So as they sit with you, their light in Madinat al-Munawwara sitting with Prophet Whatever Prophet communicating to their soul, instantaneous coming back, they can immediately think of being back at the maqam in Damascus, back in the presence of their shaykh in Michigan. Wherever the shaykh is, they are present with him. Whatever sobar and talk and tajalli that he's receiving, he's sending to that light and that light immediately dressing. When they give a shaykh a permission that wherever you go we are with you, you have ijazah for guidance, not to chant. You have a ijazah for guidance, means you are with us wherever you go and we are with you wherever you go. We've trained you, conditioned you, you know what we're talking about. That their soul sees them wherever they are, not even necessary for their dunya station. They don't want to accompany them as they travel through India, what do they care for that? They're accompanying them in the Diwan and Awliya, in the presence of Sayyidina Muhammad which is the headquarters. Why do they have to accompany only from the physical? You didn't come with us to India, you lost out. Are you crazy, you have no brain? They're not taking from India. They're taking from headquarters. The energy that come from the headquarters is a source of power that people can't take on this dunya. By the time it comes down to dunya it already been watered down. It already has been watered down for people to take to their ability. Whom Allah granted their realities, they're not taking from here. They're not taking from where the, the waterfall is, is become a stream for everybody to take. They take from the source of the waterfall, the source of the power and the qudra. Every dress that coming from them, coming from Prophet coming to their awliya, from their awliya to their shaykhs, taking directly from the tap, not from what comes down to the stream. The stream are for regular people. The khawas of Allah they don't drink from the stream. They drink from the top of the fountain and that becomes the, the sickness of tariqahs that people who don't operate from their heart, they operate from their eyes and they begin to make all sorts of judgments, all sorts of incorrect understandings. But this ocean of light is immense. So means they can be many places at the same time and receiving their fires from all of them. Even deeper they have seven realities always around them their own reality, they have seven of their persons. The Wahhabis won't like that. <laughs> you have seven paradises. Each paradise Allah created a, your being. That being has a name and a responsibility. These seven realities are what are trying to dress you on your physicality. One being the highest in Divinely Presence all the way down like seven rings because the atom has to be the same, the science is the same. So you have a reality in the nucleus, you have a reality on every ring of the atom. Each has its name and its purpose. Those whom Allah opened their soul gave them guidance, Naqshbandi guidance. Naqshbandi murid has to be a mushid. Others than a mushid they are muhibeen. Not murshid like Pakistan, everybody calls themselves a murshid. These are un unimaginable stations that can't even describe these realities. These seven realities on seven rings, 
and they have to know the name of all their realities. When Allah opened for them the name of their seven in the khalwa, Allah will introduce them to themselves. That becomes the reality of the hadith who knows himself will know his Lord. There's actually a self, it becomes like a Jet Li movie. Jet Li had 28 personalities and 28 different dimensions because they have an understanding Eastern philosophy but they don't have the correct. Means at that time in the khalwa seven of you will appear and each one will begin to teach this is our name, this is our purpose, this is what Allah dressed us, we are here to support you. Whatever Allah dressing us on this paradise, we are dressing upon you. So not only they're in the presence of their shaykhs, they're in the presence of their own seven beings. From paradise all levels down being dressed. That becomes the fires that dressing upon them. So means who knows himself knows his Lord, he's moving this way to the presence. So as he's moving he's breaking through these hijabs. Each one comes to greet and goes, each one come to greet and goes was the concept of Isra'u miraj Prophet was showing to us, everywhere going to greet and to teach, greet and to teach. This is our reality, once you reach to the top what happened? You opened up these veils like a flood begins to flow upon your soul. Because whatever was at the nucleus were oceans of immense love, waters and fountains from paradise that are flowing now through these veils all the way down to that insan, to that shaykh. If it's kamil and understands these realities he's not being dressed by them. Wherever he goes he's dressed from his paradise realities. What we were talking about last night from the oceans of Hayat and Naqshbandiyat al-Aliyah is being dressed from his Hayat and his oceans of paradise. Means all those seven beings and whatever Allah bestowing from Divinely Presence. That's why they don't wait for the moon sighting to tell you when Ramadan began because then you would say they're blind people. Why would they have to wait for the moon sighting? That's why they hear they're arguing, is the moon is tomorrow, moon is next day, moon is yesterday. <laughs> when Allah begins the tajalli, the lights are, are flowing, the energies are flowing, the malaika are, are, are all over these paradises spreading their lights, their souls are taking these lights and begin to emanate down upon all their reality. So means the 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 dress of those energies already upon them, they don't need to see the moon. This is a moon is for people who are spiritually blind. Those whom Allah basira, their heart are open, why do they need to see the moon? They are the moon. They're taking from their paradise reality, they see and witness the tajallis and the festivities have already begun. It must flow through them then to all of creation. That's why Atiullah, it first come from Allah Every tajalli, every Eid, every event for us, every Isra wa Miraj, every Laylatul Qadr comes Allah From Allah opens upon Sayyidina Muhammad All festivities open upon the soul of Prophet Manzil al-Qur'an. And who are waiting there in their nucleus? Ulul Amr. Malaikati wa ruh. All the ulul am from the angels from Budala, Nujaba, Nuqaba, Awtadul Akhyar, 
They're all waiting in that nucleus, they receive their energies and faiz from Prophet From them everything then comes down, watered down, trickled down to people's ability. So it has to go like a power transformer, it's being transformed to the ability that people can take it upon earth. So they don't need to witness anything, they witness through the heart exactly what Allah wound them to witness. Means this world of souls and the reality of souls is something unimaginable. We pray that Allah give us more and more patience, more and more understanding, more and more love for Sayyidina Muhammad bi hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa wa bi siri Surat al-Fatiha. Sidanan Nabi, Sidanan Nabi, Sidanan Nabi.